ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, hi. Have you been able to talk with one another? Okay. Can you relate to Adam and Eve? <laughs> Have we all eaten of the apple and been thrown out of the garden? Okay. And we're still trying to find our way back, aren't we? Okay. Uh, in the next two weeks, we're going to look at two large figures in the book of Genesis and then moving to Exodus. And they are the figures of Joseph and the figure of Moses. Moses is kind of the great, great father. Uh, well, there's Father Abraham, and then Moses is kind of the pinnacle of uh, the patriarchs of the Old Testament. And I, how many of you know the cycle of stories related to uh, Joseph in, in the book of Genesis? A fair number of you, that's good, okay, all right. Well, they're marvelous stories. They're marvelous stories of uh, the young boy Joseph, who is the favorite, uh, the favorite son uh, of his father, and who uh, is so favored that his brothers are jealous of him. Aren't people irritating if they're just perfect? <laughs> if they're intelligent, they're handsome, they do, like the Bible says of Jesus, he, he doeth all things well. If you had a brother like that or a sister like that, Jess, what, Jess, what happens to, uh, what happens as a young man, what happens to Joseph? What do his brothers do to him? They throw him in a hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. And he ends up in Egypt, and he ends up in the court of Pharaoh, and he ends up uh, getting in trouble there, and then he ends up going higher and higher, and he becomes uh, Pharaoh's viceroy, his kind of uh, commanding, uh, leading right-hand man. And then toward the end of the story, there is a marvelous uh, reconciliation uh, with Joseph and his brothers. They don't recognize him when they see him after many, many years when he has uh, he, he, he rose to the top of uh, Egyptian society, and they come to him, they need help. What, oh, you're so wonderful. Paul's telling us we have to talk about those questions all over again because he's printed more copies of them. So, <laughs> no. um, but at the heart of the story, well, there are two things. On the theological level, as you uh, explore the story of Joseph, I think you're going to see a kind of Old Testament forerunner or prototype of a very important person in the New Testament. You're going to see a kind of prefigurement of the Son of God, the story of our Lord, of Jesus, as you read the story of Joseph. Uh, you're also going to read another thing which I find really makes the story poignant and very tender you're going to read about uh, how a family operates, how a man operates with his brothers and with his father, and how alienation can occur in a family, and how reconciliation uh, can occur. Uh, so there's a lot of wisdom, there's a lot of just practical, humane, 
warm wisdom in the story of Joseph. And uh, just to illustrate that, I'll give you one little question. When Joseph gets lost, his brothers throw him in a hole, he's abandoned, they bloody his cloak and they go back and tell uh, their father, your son is dead, he's gone. And then there are years and years and years of separation in that family. And then there is finally at the end of the story, there's a reconciliation, but a kind of question emerges. Once Joseph got on his feet, he became a very prosperous man. Why didn't he go back to his father and say, Father, I'm alive. Father, do you love me? Can we be reconciled? Why does that never happen after many, many years? And there are clues in the story that help, you to help lead you to answer that question. And it's a very moving, I think it's a very moving um, realization of what has separated a father and his son and what can bring them back together. So just at that very human level, it is one of the marvelous stories ever told. Anybody agree who knows the story? Somebody say amen, yes, okay, <laughs> okay. And then secondly, you're going to move to uh, Exodus and you're going to read all about Moses. Uh, if I ask some of the older members here, if you had an image in your mind of what Moses uh, should look like, who would he look like? He looked like Charleston Heston. He would be big and strong and muscular and blue-eyed, <laughs> probably. Okay. Uh, uh, in this story, the lovely, the marvelous thing about Moses is um, he talks to God. He reasons with God. He argues with God. He shouts at God. He says, God, I wish I were dead. It's a real conversation between uh, the Lord in heaven and Moses. And one of the key stories... And this is the cornerstone of a lot of jokes, but you know the story of the burning bush where uh, Moses encounters the, uh, the Lord God at the burning bush? There, Moses asks two questions. He says, who are you to God? That's a pretty impudent, I mean, not impudent, it's kind of, kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of a, a rude question in a way to ask God, who are you? And what does the Lord say? What's his answer? I am who I am. In other words, buddy, don't ask, okay? <laughs> it's the, the answer is too big for you. But you know, there's another translation of what God says to Moses. And I kind of like this one. Um, uh, uh, let's see where it says... Uh, the second translation, and this is the translation that uh, is very Jewish. I am who I am. That sounds almost Greek and Platonic and philosophical. Well, there's a more earthy translation where God replies to Moses and he says, I will be what, where, or how I will be. Smarty pants. 
I will be what, where, or how I will be. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to send you somewhere, I'm going to send you to free all those slaves, your people. And then Moses says, well, who am I to do that? Who am I to do that? That's the other question. There's a lot of who am I? And uh, so you've got to read the story to find out who he is. Okay. Is that enough of an introduction, Tom? All right, I'm kind of winging it a bit. but <laughs> All right. I hope everyone loves this exercise. I think we'll have fun reading together. And it's just lovely to see everyone.